Hail thee of might and valor. I, the burgomaster of Barovia, send you honor, with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina Koliana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people. Now my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon their power that the devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves, and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Kolian Indyevich In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every corner. The adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives will be lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com and the ambient music is provided by tabletopaudio.com. Do you have someone that is very special to you, in your life? Is there an anniversary coming up and you need to buy something for that special one? Perhaps it's a special evening and you need something special for that special someone. We here at Victoria's Secrets don't need to know the reasons, but we are here to service your needs and to help with any desires. Whether it is a bullywog, a goblin, bugbear, dragonborn, orc, or anything else, don't go empty-handed. Come to 2469 Neverwinter and browse our shop or order our free mail order catalog. No questions asked, your desires are your desires. We're here tonight, it's you know, our weekly session with the unknowns, and we're going to go around the table here, our virtual table, and uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, Jesse? I'm Jesse, I'm going to be playing Kelton, the shifter, wild magic shifter sorcerer, and 
it's hot as balls here. Huh. So they sway the end here. Okay. <laughs> Adrian? Hi. Uh, I'm Adrian. I'm going to be playing Vickless, the, uh, I guess he's uh, Wolf Hunter, Vampire Slayer, Bard, and now Traveling Horde. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. That's an upset about him, I guess. <laughs> uh, Philip? That must have happened in the last two years because Kelton did not know that he was a traveling whore. I, I always been a traveling whore. You just <laughs> worked with basically with the bully whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the little uh, hey. oh. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Philip. I'll be playing Amit, the dwarf barbarian. A fun fact is that he has a pair of gloves that have acrylic nails that's painted that he puts on when he feels uncomfortable. I must know more about this. Yes. I mean, I, I kind of... I think one of your lines in the RP session, you noticed it, and I was like, hey, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and him laughed and laughed when they were rolled on the... Um, random treasure table creating his character and it said acrylic nail I, I didn't know what to say so I just kind of had to count <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael um, I'm Michael G I'll be playing some Mistra the half elf wizard and fun fact she is scared shitless by vampires <laughs> not gonna happen and I'm Richard and my fun fact for the week is I'm probably one of the few people that absolutely hates chocolate. What? But. You monster. But. <laughs> I actually, here's the funny I part. Know someone else, my, so. my favorite candy bar is the Three Musketeers, which is double chocolate. So how, do you, how, do you, how can you do that But if you hate chocolate? Like how do I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I told you I was. It's not a really strong chocolate taste, though. Maybe that's why. It's creamy and delicious. Uh, um, this episode, in fact, is sponsored by These Nuts. We're most definitely a mouthful, and we've been hanging around for a long time. And the bulletin board post for this week is Oscar from Dragon Dogs. And he says, I had the biggest wieners in town. Come sure, come see if you can get your mouth around it. <laughs> now, are, right. we, are we obligated as players to try these places? Because I don't want to try one of us. <laughs> no, but you're not. Next time we're I don't know if that was like in our contract or not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, fine print right there. Kelton must go try to see if he can get his mouth around Oscar's wingers. The big, next time in water deep, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon dogs. (laughs) Um, let me uh, let's uh recap what has happened. Um, things. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't. I didn't see. Vomit blurts out. <laughs> First there'll be werewolves, and now there's vampires? By Bard, by Martin's beard, 
This be strange lands. Me knees be shaking and me heart be thumping. Oh, Splinter and Shredder, will we be leaving these lands or will we be headed to the great forge in the sky? Then he kneels down to one let knee and he lifts his head up. Oh, great Morden, please be giving me the strength and the will to overcome this peril. He looks at the rest of the party and says, I think you be pray need to be praying to ye gods. Are we doing that recap or the recap of what happened last week? We'll do with that and then I'll come up with the recap of what happened last okay, week. Okay, because I wasn't sure. Know. Okay. Um, so Mr. Was up next, and she's obviously kind of freaked out and having a good time. Um, she looks with guilt at Kelton and says, "Bro, I'm sorry. Uh, not quite in the words, more popular." And uh, <laughs> she uh, hopes more than does bless the party. I guess it's out. Oh yeah, Amit looks back at her and says, "I hope so too, me lady." <laughs> yeah, I guess this. Yeah, okay. So after that happens, and Vickless still recovering and puking from, you know, awesome moments that he had last time. <laughs> <laughs> um. He kind of gets up and then he he peeks over uh, Silvermaster's shoulder and just just reads the note, and he 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 gets very very scared, um, but he's a drunk so he can hide it pretty well. Uh, so he goes from like you know puking pale to like I'm scared pale, but nobody actually noticed. So he tries to he's, he keeps his composure as much as he can. Um, and you know he he realizes the uh, the the prop the, the shed that the party's in at the moment, um, and then he just writes to uh, you know he says he he basically says that uh, he says well then that explains the lack of sunlight and the mind the mind bender that we just went through, and then looking at Sumatra Sumatra he says uh, I never thought that I would say this but uh, I think we're gonna need a lot of water, clean water, lots of it, and then he turns to Kelton. And he says, um, pausing for a moment and, and just thinking about how unfortunate it is that they basically meet again under, you know, these circumstances. And he says, and Kelton, um, we are going to need a lot of wooden stakes, lots of them. And finally, he looks at, at, at Amit. And then he says that basically now they have graduated from werewolf hunters, although they've never seen a werewolf, I mean, part of a werewolf so far, uh, into vampire slaying. <clears throat> Kelton? Okay, I, I was just going to say I don't have it up, so I'm just going to summarize. Uh, <laughs> Kelton yeah. Responds to Vickless and he says that 
we definitely need those stakes. And then he says that he's heard of vampires, never seen one, but we need to kill it, even though we're all afraid because victory, you can't have victory without fear. So basically that every, every good warrior knows that fear is a part of it and you have to show fear or you're not human and you're some kind of monster is kind of what he was going for. And at this point in time, you all hear a loud bubble as gases burst forth from the lung capacity of the corpse and what seems to be a thousand maggots burst forth into the air. Yeah. <laughs> Very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not to mention it causes an extra odor to come towards y'all. So Vickless picks up the letter that uh, Sylvester dropped um, and put it back, put on his backpack. That's like one of the things that he did. And I love what he said. Is that something? What? Oh yeah, you did. Vlad, this is not for chewing. Oh right. Oh yeah, that was great. Sorry, I don't have the thing up. So yeah, he puts the letter on his backpack, and then he looks inside his bag and he's like, Vlad, this is not for chewing. He's just chewing this thing, and then you know, (laughs) acknowledging the fact that there is a undead head in his back. (laughs) And almost simultaneously with that, Kelton is looking at the corpse, and a rat comes through. The remains of the stomach and is holding a piece of an intestine in its mouth. That's hard. Yeah. And and tried to speak with him, but the rat hissed and ran away. And of course, carried the piece of intestine that he had with him. I was planning on shape shifting into a rat and dealing with that rat, but then it ran away. So. <laughs> Scaredy rat. It was uh, the it was the thing of missed opportunities for Kelton because he tried to uh, Eldritch wanted to Eldritch blast the body and we'll we'll see what happened there. It didn't work. Yeah. Uh, I went through the whole time after the thing it does exploding. He does like a weak bah ha. Then he's <laughs> a weak bah ha. Then a very confident <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's, at some point in there, Kelton also apologized to Somestra for calling her a bookworm and hopes she didn't take any offense at it. Ah, all good, bro. All right. Um, last week, so y- y'all are still standing here at the corpse. Last right. week on the unknowns. Yeah, I, I just love that name too. Um, <laughs> last week on the unknowns. These four adventurers, who are, of course, unknown, because their name is the Unknowns, so therefore they are unknown. What ha- what they got up to is simply, you guessed it, unknown. <laughs> Y'all uh, <laughs> went after the wolves, the werewolves who had the boy, and took a trail into a forest where you got attacked by four twig blots and managed to destroy them without... Which I thought were going to be a lot tougher than they ended up being. <laughs> oh, they're very easy. Cannon fodder, really. Um, y'all destroyed them before Ahmet could even swing an axe. 
So he got a little upset and just started chopping into the ground. Where we one should have restrained the last one and left him kill it. Dude, we, we need to get a med to fight. That guy's going to have a seizure. <laughs> just like, I need to fight my and you and you because Ahmed muttered the whole time. I never get formed. <laughs> and um, the fog was surrounding y'all, um, almost as if you could cut it with a knife. And in the fog, each of you heard a wolf howl, but it seemed that it was coming from different areas to each of you. You would take a few steps forward, and then, if I can talk. You would hear another howl, and it seemed as though the direction changed. Eventually, you stumbled forth onto an old dirt road, and it was called Slavic Road. It's actually called something else, but that's all that I can remember is Slavic. I think it's Valet or something. Slavic works for me. I only remember Slavic, so... Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it, their name is very similar, so we're going to go with Slavic. Um... And you all walked down this road, and they were... Y'all finally noticed the ravens in the trees. And that they was, seemed to be following you. But Vickless managed to get, like, a clod of dirt and throw it at the ravens, and they left. Eventually, you came upon a wrought iron gate. And each of you, um, on each side of the gate, was a decapitated concrete stone statue and when you found the heads each of the heads appeared differently to everyone um Vickless and Kelton of course noticed their what looked to be their former party members and associates yes <laughs> associates um and Ahmet noticed his father and his trainer so Mistra noticed her father and mother. Y'all went into the gate, and it closed immediately behind you. And upon trying to see if he could detect magic, Ahmet um, calls like a hundred yellow canaries to fly around him. Seemingly the only color in this world in this place that you're in y'all notice the smell and you went to investigate and found the letter what the letter says will be playing at the beginning of this adventure because i can't remember it all um and you know y'all have discovered that a vampire has taken the land several several many years ago and this is where we find us. Um, I'm going to say 15 minutes has passed with all of this, and it's y'all's turn to go. What do you want to do? Well, what a uh, what are our surroundings? Is there a the road that you're on will carry you on further. You're still like in a very densely wooded area. Um, the fog is, of course, still here. Um, right now, you notice all you all that you can really notice is the smell of the corpse that is there. Um, 
it's getting on towards evening. I would say roughly around three thirty. Um, kind of looks at the corpse and takes a sniff, and he's like, "That smells worse than a bugbear in heat." <laughs> oh, damn! I would like to take a try to uh, gather up some wood and stuff to make a fire pile to burn the body. Okay, roll me a nature check. Kelton looks over at Vickless and kind of has a half smile on his face. We never can meet during pleasure trips, can we? Well, if you count that time with the boat and the uh, hot tub, eh, sort of counts. Kind of yeah, but we all know how I that got a 12. Um, you managed to find enough wood to cover the body, but but barely. Okay. Perhaps not um, not enough to, that it will completely burn the corpse, but um, enough to cover it, like like a light covering. Yeah. Um, I will help. Can I do a nature check to see if I can find any more? Yes. All right. I will give Ahmed a hand here. Uh-huh. Uh. <clears throat> Thirteen. <laughs> Um, Ahmet found 12 pieces, so you find 13 pieces, and along with your magic, you can burn the corpse. Is there anything you want to, that any of you want to do with the corpse before you move on? Do you want me to specifically cast something, or are we just saying that I burn it? We used a flint in our backpack that will light it. One of you has magic that that doesn't cost a spell slot. Um, my y'all are gathering. Wood. Oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to Eldridge blast it. Can we say that that, <laughs> that put a yes. hole through it? That lights it on fire. Vicless is going to look for cover. Because <clears throat> <laughs> that's the only Money fire one, the big. only fire cantrip I have. So. <laughs> I do have chill touch we could have done it like sub-zero Mortal Kombat style <laughs> as y'all are gathering the wood and placing it upon the body and however y'all want to place the wood and the body you hear a loud howl who's Bah, I think our wolf friends are back. Oh, perfect. Time. Werewolves, vampires. I want uh, to be here. At all. Yeah, I'll just be very strange, lads. Should we think of forming some defensive ring and gather the mounts, or? Uh. I, I I like that idea. I think. Where are our mounts? So, and they're right there with you. Okay, I forgot if we left them. I could, think. could we take in like find a vacant building and uh, you're not in the village yet. 
Oh, I thought we were in. Okay. You're in the land of Barovia, but not the. Okay. Yeah, I thought like we were. I, was, I think we should stay away from the corpse. I agree. Yeah. yeah. scientifically, you know, common sense. You hear another howl. Uh, I think they're getting closer. We should move along. Yeah, I'd say move along. Burn the corpse and just politely run. Kelton will Eldridge blast the corpse, uh, sending it aflame, and I guess we all continue down this long dirt road. Okay. Um. So the the corpse is burning. Um. And you start walking back down the road. It's like a... It's a long dirt road is what it is. But you're inside the actual lands of Barovia now. And still on both sides you have the trees and the fog. And about another hour and a half, two hour journey will get you to a crossroads. You You can almost see like where a crossroads would be. If the fog wasn't so thick. Excuse me. And. um, With that. um, You continue walking. uh, And it's now roughly like 4.15 or so. And. Everyone roll me a perception. what I get here. Uh, by the way, Jesse, that is a mute switch. It wasn't muting the other day, but... Oh, okay. Those switches make it nice. Oh, yeah. 16 for semester. 17. Oh, two good rolls. He just got a 10. Oh, got a big whopping one. Oh! Neither one of you notice anything, but so Mistra and Kelton... You hear a howl that is closer, and you sense something in the fog up ahead of you. Kelton, did you hear that howl as well? I did, and it almost seems like there's something coming out of the fog, too. It would be the same direction I'm hearing, right? Yes. Straight up ahead of you. you. What you be talking about? There Before sounds the... like there's. Does it sound like a howl? Yes. Perhaps so, Mister and I heard another howl. Okay. Whoa. That. Um, okay. And I'm just gonna go hug ahead. my piggy. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> hug my piggy. <laughs> so just kind of like lay, you know, lean over a bit and just start hugging the wrath of Bungry. Here, piggy, piggy, piggy. Comfort bacon. I'm a Ben's over and whispers into uh, Hamlet's ear. Hey, if we get in too much trouble, I want you to run your little piggy behind away. Go far, far away, okay? Um, Hamlet, Hamlet squeals. 
Vickless, Vickless looks at uh, Emmett and, and just thinks. He, didn't, he doesn't say, but says, that pig's not going to make it really far. So. <laughs> he thinks about it. You all hear a large growl straight in front of you. And with that, roll for initiative. Oh, I was going to say, Vickless, I know you're scared, but think of the song you can write. <laughs> oh, trust me, I, I'm going to write a song about comfort bacon that's coming. Oh, Oh, <laughs> be I a got ballot. a whopping four. Four? Yes. What are we rolling? Initiative? Yes. I got a two on a dice plus two initiative, so I got four. Oh, I didn't get much better than Philip. I got a six. I got a ten. I'm just putting these down. You got a six, Kelton? Yep. I think what it is, it keeps hitting our cords to my thing and keeps stop the thing from rolling properly. As we're doing this, Kelton will pat Jethro on the head. Let's be heroes, buddy. Let's be heroes. Vickler, <laughs> you got a ten. I got a ten, sir. So, Mr. what did you get? Ten. A ten, too? Yep. Ooh. That'll be fun so, fight. <laughs> which one of you would rather go ahead of the other? Or do y'all want to roll to see who goes first? Uh, which okay. you and so Mr. Ladies first. Okay. I guess... Oh, yeah. Let's get here. And the order of battle is a dire wolf will go first. He will, one will go second. <laughs> the third one will go third. <laughs> wow. Then Silmistra, Vickless, Kelton, number four, Direwolf, Ahmet, and then Direwolf number five. While we were dead last. While we were um, (laughs) walking over this hour and a half, I'm going to have cast Mage Armor. Okay. Well, you cast it earlier. Yeah, you it's did. still on. Yeah, it's still oh, on. Oh, that's right. It was still on. That's right. Never mind. <clears throat> was okay. one of the dire wolves named Ghost? <laughs> Fought. Furface. Oh, no, that should be. Um, <clears throat> and they, they have surrounded you in. So, um, but. The first one leaps out with a bite towards Silmistra. Uh-huh. Getting a nine to wait, hit. Wait, wait. What's up? Well, I can't I can use cutting words. <clears throat> which I will use. Okay. And that damage. So the way it works is basically I roll a D six against I guess at this point you already said nine, so it will have to be against the damage. So I'm using one Bardic Inspiration again. I would save it, because I don't think it's going to hit. 
doesn't oh. get my. It does yeah. not. Yeah. Because it's, it's pretty weak roll. They roll great for initiative. Got the damage and. We go ahead. You want to cast it? Oh, no, no, no. I'll save it. Save it. Save it. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you might want to cast it on Ahmet or anybody but, else. Um, but what, uh, cutting words is a reaction, so okay. I have to wait. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, you can still cast it. It would cause him damage then. No, no, it, it goes against basically either their attack roll or a damage roll. Or an ability. Oh, okay. Attack. Okay. Um, and number two looks at Ahmet and growls and goes to bite. Getting another nine to hit. This is. Jesus. And the third one. From Vicholas, your left mm-hmm. goes, he attacks with a bite. Getting an 18 to hit. Motherfucker. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. He hits plus five and he rolled a 13. Okay, I'm gonna we use. Cut words now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use cutting words, rolling a one d six against whatever damage roll. So I'm supposed to do that before you roll for damage, I guess. Okay. Let me roll this. Uh, so that's a three. So it'll take three points off. Yep. Okay, so I'll roll straight to the six. <clears throat> Taking nine damage. Okay. All right. Okay. I can deal. I can deal. So it is Yep. Um it is now Silmistra's turn. So she's giving a steady stream of oh shits, oh shits, and she's trying to you know, corral the horrors so it's not panicking too much. She's gonna release an acid bolt at the wolf nearest to her. Okay. Actor. What did you get for your attack roll? Uh. Things that just get polarized, but usually nat ones or nat twenties. Oh, I got a nat twenty this time. Nice. Yeah. All right. Which wolf are you attacking? One. You get to hit one through five. Uh, Uno, the first wolf. Okay. Um, what's your damage on? It's one d six, right? Uh, nine damage total. Okay, um, so you got a, an arrow is 1d6, so you automatically get six. Oh, no, I'm using the cantrip as a bolt. Grass is black. 
Okay, um, so what's the damage on that one? That's 1d6. 1d6, so you automatically get 6. What was your second roll? 3. So 9 total. 3, 9, okay, okay. I didn't know if yeah. you um, remembered the, uh, the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, so... With a real yell, he's gonna cry, no more, no more. And loose and as is flat. <laughs> um Liz, it's now yeah. your turn. Alright. <clears throat> so Are you gonna tickle it? No. Well <laughs> yes. But <clears throat> Yeah. Well, first of all, he's gonna go like motherfucker, <clears throat> really loud. Cause he just got bitten, and he's very upset about this. So Nicholas is now going to cast Cloud of Daggers. Oh, so, nice! Cloud of Daggers. What it does is it fills the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point that I choose within range. Mm-hmm. The creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell area for the first time and uh, for the first time on a turn or starts the turn there. So I'm gonna cast this thing. Um, what would you say the the location of the wolves are? They're kind of like spread out, or they're kind of um, started together. They're roughly like. I'm trying to figure out the math in my head. They're all around you, like in a circle if five sides can have a circle. You know what I mean? Is there a spot that have, like, maybe two of them together? Uh, no, they're too far apart for that. Oh, okay. I will save that space, then. Ah, that sucks. Um, and the closest one, the closest one to me is to my left, right? Yes, the me. one that bit you, yes. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. And then everybody else is around me as well, right? Like all my yes. party members, I suppose. Yes. Okie doke. Well, I am going to cast then uh, Blade Ward on myself. Okay. That just gives me resistance, I guess. Yes, um... Bludgeoning or piercing, yeah. <laughs> I used it for a while. Alright, um. Is there anything else that you want to do? Oh. I thought that was my one action, okay. Um, I mean, you can move, and I should have asked Submistra if she wanted to move as well. Uh, so we're in the middle of the road at this point, still? Yes. Um. And we're surrounded by wolves. Okay, well, I am going to take cover behind the Wrath of Bungary. Okay. <laughs> yes. Meat shield. Meat shield. Uh, <laughs> um, Elton, it's now your turn. All right. Um, which of the wolves is closest to me? Um, wolf number four. All right. Well, I am going to do shocking grasp shoot out some lightning raiden style and that is a 15 to hit that will hit and five damage huh and i'm, okay. I'm not going to move anywhere i'm good uh 
Well, seeing that you just attacked him, that's really going to upset him. And he's going to lash back out at you. Getting a 14 to hit. That does not hit. Um, how does reactions work? Can you do? Can anybody do a reaction? Yes, he just attacked you. You can react. Okay, I want to react. Let me look this up here. I want to cast Hellish Rebuke. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Go ahead. Uh, It says you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Yes, I do. And that will be probably really crappy. Uh, Twelve. That does not pass, so you take two... You take... Wait, let me get the damage here. It's 2d10, ain't it? Yep, you do. You take tw- it takes twelve damage. Damage. Nice. Ooh. I didn't think of a na- a nasty. I'm trying to think of nasty commands for like all the spells, but I haven't thought of one for that one yet. I can think of a good one. What's that? <laughs> if you. <laughs> I was thinking of the Mortal Kombat thing with smoke, where he's like toasty. <laughs> uh, uh, do do like a. Street Fighter Kian. Oh no, you didn't! <laughs> <laughs> I did that for oh, something. God. I think it was last week, but I forget it was. Fried chicken tonight. Fried chicken tonight. Why? Okay, I'll right. miss. It is now your turn, sir. Okay. Amit looks at the wolf It took a bite at him with a big grim grin and pulls Shredder and Splinter out and swings. Wait, wait. So, <clears throat> Vickers is going to pull out his uh, loot and he's going to just slightly just uh, brush on the strings and he's going to give you a bardic inspiration. Oh, wait, did you want music for that? Oh, it's okay if you want to, it's fine. Wait. But I, I feel Ahmed needs, I need, you need this, man. You need to kill something. So, I'm giving you <laughs> all the tools that I can give you so you can murder something. <laughs> there you go, just like that. Okay, so that. so what does that do? So Bardic Inspiration, you can use a 1d6 on top of your roll. Okay, that's a nice spell. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to use that because I didn't roll too well. Bards are kind of broken. <laughs> My dice are hating me. Oh, come on, get open. I can only imagine the bardic inspiration quotes that Vickless would yell at Kelton. <laughs> I might do that. I might do that. But hey, uh, so the other thing is that you can keep it. Uh, you can use it for. Uh, you can keep it up for up to ten minutes. Well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and use it because that didn't roll too good. Uh, <laughs> What's your attack roll? A ten. Plus anything. Plus three, so thirteen. Oh, oh no. That misses. Yeah, well, plus the plus the six. Oh, okay, okay. I, and I got a six on there, so. Okay, so that hits then. Yes. Okay. It come in handy. 
Do you have feelings for bugbears but can't tell anyone? Do you want to tell a certain bugbear that you really like the way that their fur curls around their eyes but can't due to your family's dislike of bugbears? Well, problem is solved. We here at Buglove can hook you up with any of your phantasmal dreams. All you have to do is submit four gold pieces and we will ship you something that you will definitely enjoy discreetly through snail mail. With your... This is with your, um, one of your axes, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. How much damage? Uh, let's see. Okay. Got it. Eight plus three, so eleven. Eleven. Okay. When your second attack. Nice. Sorry about that. I keep yelling to people, forgetting to mute. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yell. Okay. Got 22 on that one. Uh, natural 20? No. Nah. Okay. I got a 19 plus. Well, okay. No, it was 22. It was a 19 plus 3. Okay. And how much damage? Uh, 2. 2? Yeah. So, total 8 total. <laughs> I mean, 10. This first one was eight, yeah. Okay. Uh, and Direwolf number five leaps at Kelton with a bite. Getting Getting a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> it bites itself. So yeah. So as it leaps it overshoots Kelton as he... Kelton, I'm assuming you're ducking here? Yes, I am. And he face plants right into a tree. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll roll one of these. Taking... Taking... I will double that. Eight points of damage. <laughs> oh, dumb wolf. That, one. that tree's got more bark than he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> now we're back to number one, and he snarls at Silmistra and attacks with his claws, getting an 18 to hit. Oh, must all right. Because it's gonna give you cutting words. <clears throat> okay. So 
I suppose that's again. This is just a one d six. You can basically you have to roll one d six against whatever. Do you want me to roll it for you? Yeah. 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 Do it. I'm usually have pretty good luck with the die. Yeah, I got a six. There you go. Okay. Right. Uh, so that will drop that to a twelve then, correct? Yep. Well, no, you uh, got yeah. So yeah, so that will miss then. I'm assuming. No, well, technically it can roll it against your your hit because I already know it. I don't know your damage, so I'm rolling against the damage. You're gonna roll the okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if you if you you I mean you're the DM if you want to accept it like that, I'll, I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like that because that's less math I have to do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that it as it leaps, it slips in in the muddy dirt and misses you by by mere inches, like maybe like one or two inches. <laughs> oh wait, I supposed to insult this thing? Okay. <clears throat> you banana weary son of sea snake. Uh, <laughs> no kind of pirate moves, yeah. <laughs> and wolf, wolf number two. Goes, I love, huh? I love the comments. Uh, and uh, yeah, wolf number two goes like, huh? <laughs> um, he attacks Amit with a bite, getting a. 19 to hit. Oh, that hits. Seven. Ten damage. Okay. Number three snarls at Vickless for the insult, thinking that he is talking to him. And attacks with his claws, getting a. I'm not believing this. Yes, yes, yes. He's getting another, or this wolf is getting a natural one. Yes. <laughs> so as he leaps, he leaps weird, pulls a hamstring. Or Vicklis, you tell us what happens to him as he leaps. <laughs> Oh, God. So, the wolf looks at me, menacing, snarling. Vickless looks scared, and he's just like, no, 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 oh, this is not going to happen. And the wolf is literally get, getting ready to pounce, and he's going to pounce on Vickless. But the wrath of Bungary has jumped <laughs> and has defended Vickless, and with one amazing and powerful headbutt just punches the wolf into a tree. <laughs> Vickler looks impressed at the at the pig and the pig just looks at Vickless and without saying a word both of them understand that there is something there. Something very special. <laughs> Jethro like holds up one of his paws. I don't know how a pig would do a thumbs up but just imagine <laughs> however you want. <laughs> eight points of damage. As he nails the tree. And, uh, let's, so Mistra, it is now your turn. Are you muted? 
Okay, I hear you now. Um, I was going to say I wanted to use my reaction back then to shout the Vicklets. I need to research that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the relative positioning of these wolves? Would they be within um, 10 foot radius of each other? Or? These two, uh, three and five, are now within 10 feet of each other. Y'all, y'all are no longer surrounded. Your back is to one side of the road, but you're not surrounded by wolves anymore. Um, wolf three and wolf five are basically side by side. Um, wolf number one is at the head of the road. Um, like north, northeast, um, east, and then like two southeast, basically. If okay. that makes sense. So Mistra is going to rally her horse and out about, I'd say, eight, maybe ten feet away. Sleep. Mm-hmm. <coughs> on the two wolves in that uh, southwestern quadrant. Okay. Do you remember how the spell works? You might need to read it to me. It's where it takes out their... It makes um their their HP. Lowest HP goes to sleep first. Yes. Well, what's the lowest HP number? Because I have a... A uh, 48 hit point pool. They're both equal. <laughs> they're both equal 48? Uh, no, they're both equal. No, I'm saying their HP is both the same right now. Okay. So you get 48. Yeah. Which one do you want to take out? Three or five? Um, three. Three? Yes. Okay. Um, and does it sleep go towards the other one too? Well, you take the creature that was just affected and minus mm-hmm. from that 48 hit point pool. That would leave you 19. I don't know if the wolf has uh, 19 hit points. No, he has, he has 29. Yeah. So, okay. Just, Alright, so y'all are now down to four wolves. Victless. Mm-hmm. Your turn, sir. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, something. go ahead. I'm sorry. So, Mr. was gonna shout to this the party to uh, try and get them in groups. Um, rally your horse so it stops trying to kick her off. <laughs> Do you hold your rapier or your staff up in. Like char. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's just got a very panicked look expression, especially coming from the corpse. Just trying to not panic at the moment. Uh, um, anything else? No, that's huh? it. Vickless. The four wolves on they're not surrounding us anymore, right? No, they're basically you're facing the east. And you have two on your left, one in front of you, and one 
to like your right, sort of, like at the two o'clock position. Yeah. So, would you say that the two on the left are are there like within a five feet from each other, or is that? Um, three and four are closer together. Okay, so Vickless is going to cast. No wait, you uh, just took out three, and you just took out three. Okay. Four and five. Four and five are closer together. Four and five are closer together. Okay. Yes. So Vickless is gonna cast uh, Clouds of Daggers. So he's gonna center the spell right between those two walls. Mm-hmm. And they have to do a. Oh, I guess there's no check. So they both take 4d4 slashing damage. Uh-huh. Uh, one second here. So each one of them will take 4d4? Yes, because they have to enter the area spell, but. If I'm okay, censoring them, yeah. That's so, how I was understanding it. So it's eight, one, ten. Oh, fourteen. <clears throat> e wolf number four is very bloodied. Um. Let's see, at number five. Oh, I guess I forgot to mention that. Mm, forget. Well, I guess RP and reasons. Vickless, uh, at this point, before casting the spell, he pulls out from the back the silver glass that uh, 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 Stomar gave him. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, that's that's actually the medium that he uses to cast the spell. Okay. Um, and wolf number five is uh, bloodied. So, anything else you want to do? I want to just stand right next to the... uh, At this point, I'm not taking cover anymore. I'm just standing right proud, standing proud right next to my pig, the Wrath of Fenrir. And together, (laughs) we're looking at the wolves with a menacing look. (laughs) Kelton, your turn, sir. Okay, so there's three wolves standing, right? Yes. I want to cast Magic Missile on all three of them. Oh. Okay. Um, one... You said three... No, one of them is very bloodied. Um, but he's in the Cloud of Daggers right now. Him and... Number four and number five are in the Cloud okay, of Daggers. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll send all three at the one that's not in the Cloud. Okay, um, one or two. One. Uh-huh. And that's 12 damage. Well. And he is now bloodied. Yeah. I'll make sure I was doing my math right. Anything else you want to do? Uh, no. That's about it. Okay. In a hurry, thank you. Um, number four, who starts his turn in the Cloud of Daggers. Um, Vickler's rolled me another 44 since he starts in there. 
That, that's uh, how I understand it works. Yes, I'm, I'm just double checking to make sure that it doesn't, like, how long the spell lasts. Because it's... Yeah, once it's, yeah, you're right. I guess it does take one. Yep. Four again? <laughs> yeah. Four again? Uh, okay. Yeah, because. Yeah, I'll read yeah. this spell. Yes, so. You, so. Creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell area for the first time or on the turn that it starts the turn there. So I don't think it does because it already took the, uh, the damage. I'll give it to you if you'll roll it. Sure, I'll take it. Okay. I'll in a so that is a whopping 8. He's dead. Uh, um, so that means, oh. um, I'm going to take that off of him. Uh, um, it is now your turn. I'm going to swing it the one that bit me, if it's possible. Uh, number two, yes. Uh, what's your attack roll? <laughs> That's up <something> on <laughs> one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even by the inspiration wall. <laughs> As you swing the axe, um, pick one: Splinter or Shredder? Uh, I guess Splinter. You swing Splinter slips out of your hand and lodges in a tree as it quivers from the force of the impact about six feet up in the air in the tree I mean okay uh, do I give a second, second hit or yeah I'll give you a second hit I could have broke today. Tell me you didn't get another natural one. No, I got 13 <laughs> this time. Is that all your modifiers and everything? Yeah, I got a 10 on the dice plus 3. <sighs> you miss it, my. You miss. <laughs> um, Tell him my dice just ain't liking me. <laughs> um, wolf number 5 starts his turn in the daggers, and I went ahead and took his 8 from the previous role and he is now very bloodied and he launches himself at Kelton and not at Kelton at um Vickers. god damn it I have like wolf attracting smell <laughs> getting a 19 to hit oh god boy alright and He's biting. Seven damage. Okay. Well, that hurt. That's twice you've been bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're you're becoming a werewolf. Um, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
back to wolf number one who stares at Silmistra and spins around the ground to go back to attack her getting seven to hit which does not hit um wolf number two attacks towards Ahmet Jesus, I'm fixing to change my rolling program. Oh, that's all right. If oh, it works no, no, that's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, keep it there. <laughs> yeah, he, uh... he gets a natural one. Yay! He <laughs> breaks a toenail or something. Uh, he leaps towards Ahmet and lands on the axe that Ahmet is staring at. Like, I can't believe you let me down. <laughs> <laughs> and the wolf lands on it. Decapitating his head off. Dwarf, <laughs> <laughs> you must be blessed by. Well, after you get showered in blood, you know. Fascinating. <laughs> Number three is unconscious. So... He just with his little cup of weight and just claps, just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mistra is. <laughs> It is your turn. So what's the situation looking like that? Um, you have wolf number one that is the one that has been attacking you. And wolf... And wolf number five. One and five are left. One is at the... On your... On the road heading into the village... Or on towards the village, and number five is like right there at Vickles's right hand, uh, like probably ten feet away from him. Which of them looks to be more injured? That would be Wolf number five, the one right there at Vickles. So he's snarling and growling, like he's fixing to attack. Hmm. Uh, what damage would my quarterstaff do with the dagger part, silver part? Um, you mean like how much damage can it be? Like one d, like bludgeoning or? Yeah, I was just wondering what the stats were for the dagger. Um, it's a it's a regular dagger. It's a regular dagger except that it's silver. I'd like to cast Acid Splash into the eyes of... By how far away would you say that is? Um, 15 feet at most. Okay. And now I'd like to do a copy shot to see if I can take the eyes. Okay. What's your damage on it? Okay. For the attack roll? Yeah. What's your attack roll? 17. 17? That will hit. What's your damage? Uh, 3. 
Do you damage total? Um, okay, uh... Nicholas! Er, I'm sorry, Samash, is there anything else you want to do? Uh, I'll ask towards a mitt to get away from the wolf, because clearly this dwarf is blessed. Uh, Nicholas, your turn. So number five is still up, right? Eh, he's on like one toenail, but yes, he's... He's up. Probably a little bit blinded by the acid. Yes. Okay. Um, Alright, well, I'm going to put the... Actually, I already put the little uh, silver cup away. I am going to take my rapier out, and shoot my rapier, and I am going to attack said wolf. Tickle it. Tickle. Tickle. I got been twice, guys. How's <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my volume? I, I upped the volume a little bit. Uh, it's fine. Right. Okay, so he gets... Tickles gets... 18 to hit. Oh, that hits. And as far as damage... Uh, ten. How much damage? Ten. He's dead. Yeah. Okay, so... Kelton. Yes. Alright, Nicholas, is there anything else you wanted to do? Uh... Um, gotta get in the habit of that. I am just... Very proud. I'm just looking at the wolf, like mentally saying, Yeah, you go, you son of a bitch, taking a bite out of me. <laughs> and uh, I am wiping the blood of my of my rapier with a piece of cloth. That's it. Take, take his head. Kelton. <laughs> <laughs> <Enough> heads. <laughs> so we have one left, right? Yes, number one. Alright. Um. I'm going to charge at it because I think it's a little bit away from us. Uh, it's probably 20 feet away from you. Okay, I'm going to charge at it and try to stab it with the silver-tipped dagger on the end of the staff. Does an 8 hit? An 8? Did you say an 8? Yep. New. No. <laughs> um... Anything else you want to do? Uh, no, I'm just going to look back to the rest of the party and be like, all that work for nothing. I'll <laughs> <laughs> meet. Uh, he's going to take Splinter, not Splinter, but Shredder in his hand, two hands, pull it back over his head, and charge straight at one to attack. All right. What's your attack roll? Swing away, Ahmed. Swing away. Ah, uh, man. Oh, oh, man. Right, and the crowd's going wild. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. We all start no. cheering like at the end of Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> I got a what? one. No! <laughs> and the crowd goes, oh. And the crowd goes silent. You hear crickets in the fog. 
you charge at him and you you slip in the in the muddy blood or the bloody mud now at your feet and as you kick the head you stumble over and as you look up the dire wolf disappears into the fog <laughs> you're now out of initiative I meant you scared it <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> ah, somebody help me get splinters out from the tree <laughs> uh, I would help you but I'm a bit on the hurt side I, I'll help him walk over and help him <laughs> I'm yeah, a little too short <laughs> I'm a little too standing like trying to reach <laughs> you almost yeah, uh, everybody's just standing there watching me you almost got it buddy Keep breathing. <laughs> oh, While the dragon piss. Ah, uh, what you gonna do with the dragon piss? Do you want to take this for possibly your health, more for research purposes? <laughs> I figured Victor would help. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, he's, he's offering you the dragon. Oh, yes. oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Nicholas is going to, you know, stumble over there, grabbing his side. <clears throat> and he's like, yeah, thank you, my lady. I will, uh, actually, if you don't mind, uh, and he just pulls out his little silver cup, he's like, you mind just pouring some here? <laughs> and uh, with whatever Semestra pulls, he's going to drop some of it on the side of the wound, and the other ones he's just going to drink. <laughs> Alright, um. Let me. Roll me 1d12 worth of healing. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. Nicholas Hill doesn't need healing potions, he just needs liquor. Just need liquor. <laughs> Damn, okay. I'll take. Oh, come. That's, that's a 1. <laughs> Damn you, it. you get one point of damage. Yay! I mean, I have a healing spell. I just, I just feel like I need to save it for battle. You know. <laughs> I just literally almost spit beer everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all, all that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, well, I, I got a little scab now. <laughs> um. So y'all are out of initiative. What would y'all like to do now? Did I get splintered from out of the tree? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Kel- Kelton's gonna help you do that, right? Yep. Alright, um... Is there anything y'all would like to do here? There's still one wolf that is unconscious. I was about to mention that. Um... Oh. Ke- uh, Omit walks over and wakes him up and tries to use Handle Animal to tame him. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Roll me an um, animal yeah, handling did. check. You read my mind. I was like, fuck, I wish somebody had this shit. Yes, let's do that. Yes! <laughs> Roll me for it. You, you guys... You guys smell a rank smell come through the area as Jethro resumes his I got a shitting 21. from last week. Yes! All right. <laughs> you have him... Partially under your control. Okay. Oh. You are if 
keep a note of this. If you get that two more times, he will be under your control. Okay. Fuck it. Vic, Vicless is going to take out his, his, his loot, and I'm just going to give you my last bardic inspiration. This needs to happen. We're, we're, there you go. You have it. Uh, just, okay. just one. one. Ahmed is I, the new Beastmaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do I roll the other two? Just like um, times or? Yes. Uh, right now, okay? he's somewhat under your control. There's going to be a total of five rolls, three of them. Okay. If you're successful, he will be under your control. Okay, well, let me know what you want me to roll for him. Okay, I will. Um, so, y'all have this wolf that is somewhat under Amit's control. Um, y'all gonna, what are y'all going to do with him? Because right now he's really groggy. Well, it's, I guess it's Amit's decision. He's black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the nine, just holy shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to publish the book and be either laughed as a fraud or as a genius because of the. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Semister will be the chronicle of this tale. However, it de- however it turns out, if she's still alive. <laughs> uh, so Ahmed, what do you do with the wolf that is somewhat under your control? Uh, see if he can get up and follow us. Are you going oh, yeah. to tie anything around him to make him yeah. follow you? Yeah, straight. Okay. okay. Um. So y'all want to continue walking down this road? Yeah. Wait, yep. I want to. I want to. Uh, Vickles wants to reach inside his bag, and mm-hmm. he is going to reach in, put his hand in his bag. And he's just looking at a med holding a finger in his other's hand and in his other hand and then all you're gonna hear from the back is just says like Ah And then Vickless <laughs> pulls out a piece of dry meat and hands it to a met. As he does so he says, eh, just think of it as beef jerky for the wolf. Okay. <laughs> is it part of the head? Yes. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> you had him tell us what I figured, but it's actually, it's actually one. It's an ear. So. <laughs> it's like a pig ear, like you give the dog, but it's. So what? So oh man, what do you do with the ear? Do you uh, give it's it a wolf? Yeah. <laughs> Roll me another animal check with advantage. So I gotta roll twice. Yes. Nice. As we all wait with baby breath. Yeah. Uh, seventeen. You have have two of the three that you need. Okay. I um. So, what do y'all want to do now? Well, we can't go back and leave, obviously. And going forward might be dangerous. But going anywhere might be dangerous. So. 
-hmm. We are adventurers. We must push forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have forward and blessed wars, so I'm, I'm gonna stay behind. Yeah, be fair. We need to find this vampire. This letter was me talking about. I agree, master. They're probably gonna give one hell of a reward about of the if we do this. Think of all the books you can buy. Oh, we should not. <laughs> As you continue walking, you slowly begin to hear uh, the sound of a river getting closer and closer. You come upon a river that is not quite white water rapids type of fast but gently um but definitely faster than a gentle stream um kind of think like half the size of the mississippi uh wow that's pretty big isn't it yeah <laughs> open i didn't research how wide the mississippi was but this river is roughly 50 feet wide um, and there's arching stone bridges that span the river at two points. Uh, and they're at the village of The, one of them is at the village of Barovia, and the other one is at Sir Falls. And now you have a choice to make. I think we should head to the village. See what information. Call us some information. Yeah. <laughs> I think Liz is still kind of holding his side and goes like, "Yep, yeah, I, um, I agree with that. They could use a good night's sleep." Mm-hmm. Vicklis, yeah. I would heal you if I had any healing spells. Maybe I'm a good cleric as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Mississippi River is from 20 feet wide to 4 miles wide. Okay, yeah, it's not quite 4 miles wide. <laughs> it's like 50 feet wide. And if that's wrong, that's what Siri told me, so blame her. Oh, oh, you're, on the, you're on the podcast now. <laughs> um. So you want to head to the village, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, you walk for probably about 30 minutes or so, and you come upon this village, and immediately you feel the despair and utter hopelessness and abandonment of this village. You feel this in the air by the way that things look. Um, roll me a perception check, everyone. Uh-huh. The plate of the adventurer is walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vickers gets an eight. Uh, 18 for Kelton. Ooh, okay. I got 16. Okay. What did you get, Samistra? Two. Two? 
Dang, you're like rolling like me tonight. Um, uh, Ahmed and Kelton, you both notice that there seems to be a couple of places open, a few places open, but all in all, there's utter despair and hopelessness in the city. The fog is it's still heavy, but it's more so like around your knees is as high as it gets. Like a, a ground mist. So um, Ahmed, it probably goes up to the whole way up his head. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> like right there at his chin. You know? <laughs> All it looks like is there's a head floating. <laughs> He's like a sword on. Uh, Kelton, you hear a loud scream coming from a building. I will turn towards the scream, guys. Do you have an itch that would be an embarrassment to scratch? Do you have an unpleasant odor coming from a very private area? Do you happen to have a rash? that not even a potion of superior healing can get rid of. Well, we here at Snurf Goggles Solutions have an answer for your problem. For only the low, low price of three gold pieces, we can send you something in the mail that will help that itch, that will help that rash, and may help any other odiferous problems that you have. Chances are that you have contracted an FRD, and no one wants those. Be sure to check us out. I just heard someone scream. Do you want to check it out with me? I mean, Hi. my friend, to the very end. Let's go. Got nothing better to do. I was <laughs> feeling better at when we killed the wolves, but I'll just. He will charge towards the sound. Yeah, we'll get back to the town there. And back in the, the, the despair, I'm slowly putting the gloves on. So. <laughs> um, as, as you get closer, the screaming resolves itself into a woman's sobs, like utter racking, heart-wrenching sobs um think of it like how you have you ever had a pet yes you know how whenever you were young and your pet would die how it broke your heart and you cried and cried or when you were 37 and happened three months ago and that's how you cried (laughs) yeah (laughs) where you realize you have to apply for student loan Oh yeah, been there, yeah. Um, but you—that's the despair and the sound that you hear. Like, like there's never going to be anything good again coming from a house. Um, you could also say, probably, or when you—if you had a relationship that ended in the middle of the night when you didn't even realize they were leaving. Oh, uh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that the bugbear had left you. I'm I sorry. Did. It left me in the middle. It left me in the middle of the night. I found out when all their drawers were cleaned out. I would have said, uh, I would have just said, I didn't know they wore drawers. <laughs> there were. I would have just oh, said, 
Huh? What now? I said, was there uh, seven of them? Could have been. <laughs> there was eight uh, bugbears, now there's only seven. Yeah. <laughs> what does it settle for you saying the, the sound of an adult male crying in the shower? I mean, I, I can... I, yeah, there you go. I, I don't like to talk about those memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you notice that these sad, heart-wrenching sobs that seem like they're draining the hope out of your heart, out the cheerfulness out of the victory that y'all just had, are coming from a two-story townhouse that is probably a hundred yards away from you, or hundred hundred feet, excuse me. I feel like Kelton would sprint towards it, but the player me is like, is this a trap? <laughs> well, you have to do with what Kelton would do. So, tell me, yeah. do you spur on uh, Jethro? <laughs> Get you up, little yeah. piggy. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would kind of, there's like this anxious like run but you know with a nervous twitch as he's running yeah <laughs> the just, head bobs just up run, and down out of the fog <laughs> um yeah. uh the house is about 40 feet square and is boarded up from the inside of the house um the boards are on the outside of the window, but it's barricaded on the inside. A mad, hopeless wailing is coming from inside that you can hear through the wood and the barricading. Has been I want to try and knock on the window board to see if the crying stops. Um, okay. Or knock on the door. Um, <laughs> or the door, if the door's there, then the door. As you knock, what are you knocking on? The door or the window? I'll knock on the door. I didn't even think of um, that. It's a loud thunk that not even you knocking can hear over her wailing. Which one of you thinks they can scream the loudest to see if we can communicate with this person? I want to throw some kicks the door in. Well, there's that. Roll, roll me. Are you going to hit the door in? Yeah. Roll me an attack. Well, I'm um, kicking the door in. Mister's going to be just uh, hedge around towards the back. See if there's any back entrances. She'll like find the one open door as we're like beating the crap up. Yep. I got a. Uh... 14 on the dice plus 3 so you manage you manage to make the door budge slightly <laughs> um like maybe a quarter of an inch and so mister you're walking around the back of the house uh yeah you notice uh -oh. it looks similar yeah, I should have said roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, you um, you see a door on a little porch. It's all, and one window like where maybe the kitchen would be. Don't ever split the party. No. <laughs> Did anyone go with her? 
I did. Calton did. Okay. Calton, you see the same thing. Um, roll me a perception check, both of you. Uh-huh. Hey. What is that? Thirteen. Okay. So, Mr. what did you get? Uh, happy to report a nat 20. A nat 20? Ah, so, um... You see you, enough for both of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, um, what looks like to be homemade, um, children's toys in the backyard. Like, there's, there's a, a swing set, um, like some rocking horses... Like maybe a seesaw, a, a sand. Getty. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you see, like a little sand pit, you know, like where a kid can build like sand castles and stuff like that in. Um, Kelton, you notice the uh, the big thing, the the swing set, and that's it. I believe I just said something made or may recently have had um, I would attempt to break in but Ahmed's already breaking in and a little more forceful <laughs> maybe his breaking in is enough of a distraction that we could try the door you'd post a guard or two back here to catch any stragglers <laughs> or is the door boarded up just like the front door was Check it and see. I uh, will check the door. <laughs> Do you need me to roll for that? I, uh, you can tell that it is boarded up, but nothing like the front. I'm going to try to remove the boards. Like, okay, try to loose if that's possible. Um, trying to think what check that would be. Roll me a, um, roll me a, uh, I guess a, roll me a straight, straight D20. And I'll, I'll let you add three to it, because I'm not sure what kind of check that would be. Uh, that's a 15, then. Okay, um, you remove a couple of boards, and can see that there's very little, um, behind the door block, blocking it from being opened. But the scream has gotten louder, and you can tell that it's <laughs> If this is a real coming, person, they think some kind of monster is breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that the screaming seems to be coming from upstairs. Should we try the door? Well, you are... Or should we get the rest of the group? We could inform them of our plans. I can... Easily cast invisibility on myself and cruise the house or stand back here to catch anyone. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Alright. We should let the party know. I walk back to the front of the house and inform Ahmet and Vicless of the plan to have Silmistra 
invisible invisibility spe- invisibly is what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, go through the house. Okay. <laughs> so Vickless is just gonna cough in because <coughs> just heavily you know he's hurt. <coughs> Have you because the fact that the house is boarded for a reason. <clears throat> about that um but it seems like it's boarded from the inside isn't that richard isn't that what you would say yes um boarded up from the outside but there's also stuff on the inside as well barricaded on the inside I, 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 I'm just saying maybe a gentle touch might be best. Don't scare the people inside. You don't want to well, get... That's bad. what I'm hoping that with her being invisible that she'd be gentle about it. It's oh, not like it's not like we were sending Ahmed in here with his two axes. <laughs> Although that would be funny. <laughs> I will... Kelton will pat Vickless on the back as he's coughing. <laughs> All right, let's get it on then. Okay, so you're going back around to the back porch? I am, but before that, I look down at the gloves on Ahmet, and I just say, there has to be a story there, and when it gets calmer around here, I'd love to hear it. What do you and mean? What, what gloves are you talking about? I point at the gloves that are on your hand. <laughs> or are we not supposed to know about that? We are, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's trying to deny that they're even there. <laughs> Vickless, Vickless, do you, do, you do you see those gloves there? Oh, yeah. But... He's trying <laughs> to tell me that they're they're not there. I, what what can, well, can I, doing all of this? I'm just like signals like mm, just 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 don't. Can, can I roll a slide ahead to see if I can't slap them <laughs> off without them noticing it? Yeah, go for okay. it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'll let you do it with advantage too. Right. <laughs> so it makes Count up to be an idiot because he saw them for one second and now no one else can see them. No, no, I see them. <clears throat> No, no, you're looking at him, right? Yeah. Okay, you have to roll with disadvantage then. No, no, no oh. let's, just say, let's just say that we're, we're not, like, looking at each other, just talking about this gloves. <laughs> like, yeah, because he looked the way he looked Kelt nasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I seen the gloves. I, I just, I don't think he wants to talk about it, though. Yeah, but, but there has to be something there, I so mean. So disadvantage? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I got a four, you, so you guys minute. asked me. I had a twelve. You, told, a band, you asked so. me to recite my night with the <laughs> wouldn't have worked either way. It's only fair. <clears throat> y'all yeah. both, y'all both catch him taking off the gloves and trying to stuff them into his uh, backpack. Very pretty nails you got there, on that. Very pretty nails. Okay. Now that all right, I want to hear the story too. But um, I gotta go check on Samitra. Yeah, let's do that first. <laughs> anybody want to come back with me? Yep. Yeah, we'll both follow back. But we're not. All we're right, not we letting all... this go. We're not letting this go. No, we're not letting it go. <laughs> My last dying breath will be. Please tell Vigilance about the class. Do you still have the wolf with you? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. You have to name him, though. Yep. 
Alright, um, y'all get back around to the back porch. Uh, so, Mr. Go ahead. The mister at this point has taken off her heavy traveling packs and is just in her normal clothes with the dagger, not with the adventuring gear. Okay. Um, go ahead. So do y'all want to try to enter into the door? Yeah. Well, um, well no, we'll, we'll, we'll let Samistra go through invisible and wait out here before she come out to see. Well, but you gotta get the door completely open before she can get in. I have a plan. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. The hinges of this door. Can you do what to the hinges? Can I see the hinges of this door? Yes. Would it be fair to say that using acid splash on them would possibly melt the hinges? Yes. And then would it also be fair to say that I could melt any other objective material and have some of the stronger party members gently lift the door? Yes. Would it also be fair to say I could cast alarm on the front door to catch anyone opening it and running out? Ooh. Roll me a d20. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the acid no works. I was waiting on somebody to suggest that. about like <coughs> what we're gonna say is like, hey we're <laughs> wolf killers how you doing Sorry we'll just say people. we heard you scream and we wanted to make sure you're okay mm-hmm yeah yeah by busting in here breaking the end <laughs> well you didn't respond to the knock so you could be being murdered oh by the way here's our wolf and there's a dwarf holding two axes <laughs> and we have three pigs and a pony <laughs> <laughs> Were we supposed to ignore the scream? No. <laughs> what did you get on your 20? 16. You got it. <laughs> what else would you like to do? So, uh, so Mr. returns to the front door and takes out a spool of silver wire and she lays it across the door with a, a quick muttering of dope ass arcane words. Uh. <laughs> Bullywog, bullywog. Yeah. <laughs> All the great fame one. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's activated it and he's tripped. And then, uh, Kelton loves bugbears. will be screamed very loudly to a lot. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> You're in on it, too? <laughs> uh, Mr. Returns to the back door methodically uh, silently casts Acid Splash to melt away the hinges and the other obstructed materials. Uh, who's going to try to catch the doors? Uh, back door. Yeah, who's going to try to catch it? I will. Alright, roll me a strength check. I figure your strength is better. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Blessed by Morgan. I only had one night with a bug. One night and it turns into this. <laughs> <laughs> see what your reaction okay. is. And I was drunk. Uh, Very drunk. Dirty 20. Okay, you catch the door. 
and you manage to lay it down without a sound. Now, what is revealed to you is a barricade of sorts, but it's very haphazard, very thrown together of things that you would find like inside the house, like a there's like very pots and pans. Yeah, yeah, pots, pans, um, <laughs> like an easy chair, very thin wood, you know, things yeah. you, Porta potty. <laughs> if they had indoor plumbing, <laughs> there's a chamber pot there, you know. Yeah. That that kind of thing. But you can, you may can move it very easily without making the sound. It seems uh, the residents of this Ponona County, local fauna, they might be potential allies. I guess the mister will cast some visibility on herself and uh, sleuth about the house. Okay. Proficiency in stealth to uh, dex 14. Okay. Um, so, where do you want to go in the house? Do you want to know the lay of it on this first floor? is like a a smaller like kids room there's a living room um and there's a kitchen but you do see like a what do you call that door that leads to the basement don't it have a special name or do you just we call always it? just call it the basement door but okay. um so you you see a door that will obviously lead you know, downstairs, like underground, like a basement. Um, you also see stairs that lead upwards. Okay. Um, I'd like to sleep about the living room first, see if I can gather any more clues. On okay, roll me a perception. Did the rest of you stay outside? Yeah. Um, y'all, while y'all, while some mysteries rolling there, y'all are keeping watch over the animals, and you notice that there's no yeah, one still, on the streets. Yeah, I'm still trying to t- train the wolf, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's just kind of like. You know, against the wall of the house, I guess. I mean, it's like, so, <clears throat> shall we talk about these gloves or what? Uh, <laughs> I agree, but... I still don't know what you be talking about. Is anybody wondering why that, the screaming, no one seems to be alerted around the area? Well, um, I guess. Unless they're just so filled with despair that they just tune it out. Well... I guess it has something to do with the wolves. Maybe she ran into this vampire we hear about. Or the vampire. Maybe it's a vampire riding a wolf. Oh. Yeah, huh. I never look at it that way. <laughs> Maybe it's or a could werewolf. Could be the wolf vampire. riding the vampire. 
That does not happen on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, While y'all are outside talking, so, Mr., what did you get on your roll? A whopping eight. Um, You notice that dust seems to be collecting it. It's not very um, long since it's been cleaned, but there's um, a light film of dust in the living room and on the on the floor. Uh, and you also notice a holy symbol. Ooh. Um, go ahead. I have proficiency in Arcana, not history. I mean, I do have proficiency. I'm in religion. I don't know if it's much of a deck. Um, roll me with, uh, roll me to see. What was that? Roll me to see if she she does have proficiency in religion. Uh, in history. In history? Okay, I'll go with history too then. Because I was debating back and forth which one. So roll me a history check. And while you're doing that, we'll go back to Nicholas and the uh, group with the gloves. And... You know, y'all um, still have noticed no one, no movement. Seems like there's no life in this village. All that you can hear is the woman screaming, which is louder now since the door has been taken down. She's gonna be okay there. Just <coughs> Nicholas is asking the party because we're okay. the metro's inside out. I don't see it to be okay. <laughs> if she's able to stay invisible, I think she'll be fine. Alright. <coughs> yeah, I mean, the disappearance. The, the disappearance, sorry. The uh, lack of people in the street is very strange. But it is. Yeah, I agree. I heard similar rumors about towns uh, basically surrounding vampires. So, give me that. Well, you know, it could be just the lack of sunlight, the fact that this is a shitty town, and why would the fuck would you want to live here to begin with? <laughs> uh, you might want to get that cough checked there, buddy. Yeah, I'm thinking about using the healing spell, but, you know, you know they don't do that. Just think, um, I mean, they probably don't have any money, but I was going to say, just think how much money the great Vickless could make with your singing show here. Oh, I don't know, man. These people probably seen a lot of weird shit. <coughs> Counting the vampires and the werewolves. Right? While, um, while Semestra is looking and y'all are waiting outside, I will count this as a short rest if y'all wish to take one. Because it doesn't take much effort to look. I'll, yeah. I'll let everyone but um, Semestra, take a short Semestra, rest. Semestra, Semestra also yeah, what does um? Yes. Okay. I know about the hit points, but what's the deal? Does short rest give any spell slots back? Yeah. Um, it no. depends. You will get your warlock spells back, and I think a wizard gets them back. A wizard, you can use arcane regeneration, 
to get uh, the number of spell slots equal to your player level. In my case, it would be uh, two level spell slots or one second level spell slot. It's player level divided by two rounded. Yeah, I know a sorcerer does not. Okay, then I wouldn't. Um, I mean, I'm, but I'm not bad on the heal. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'll let everybody take a short rest while some extra looks around. Because like I said, it doesn't take much effort to, to look around. So, you can roll your hit dice to regain that many hit points if you want to. Anybody who's hurt. Yeah. Um, so, Mistra, are you still in the living room? Oh, no, wait, you checked on the um, holy symbol. Intelligent modifiers. Yeah. I'm not sure. You got a what? It was breaking up a little bit. Uh, unnatural 21. Unnatural. Um, you recognize this as a holy symbol for a god of, or goddess of sunlight and protection. Huh. Um, I'm going to just say the goddess Raiden because that's the only name that's popping in my head right now. Um, is it affixed to anything? It is like drawn on the barricade of the of the door and what looks to be blood. I mean, it, it could be like rust-colored paint, but it looks to be blood. Okay. Um. So Mister is gonna go upstairs now hopefully avoiding any creepy steps you manage to avoid them and when you get upstairs there's two rooms there's like a little hallway there's two rooms one on the left one on the right and the loud wailing seems to be coming from the room on the left and you hear the words my poor baby my poor baby repeated over and over again now that you're closer. Oh. Um, I'm glad he didn't steal anything of this. <laughs> so, two doors. Are mm -hmm. they, like, I guess, parallel with each other? Like, um, the two doors look like they're facing each other. Okay. Um, and they're both closed, correct? Yes. Um, the one on the right looks like it, um, it's probably the room of a child, because, uh, the door is a little bit more colorful and ha seems to have flowers and, you know, kid-type pictures drawn on it. Um, so Mr. will, um... Is there any cracks in the door or keyholes Mr. could peek through for the one on the left? Um, you can look through the, you can look through the keyhole. What does she see? I don't know. She's blinded. I mean, <laughs> nah. Um, roll me a um perception. Sure. 
So, while some mystery does that, we go back to the group outside. Um, has anyone figured out what's going on with the gloves yet? No, we haven't been told that. All right, all right, all right. You keep bugging me. It's all I have left of me, mother. So when I get a little bit scared or a little bit nervous, I put them on. It helps me relax a little. I know it's a little weird, but it's not weird. We have to (laughs) we have to keep things close to us to bring us comfort. Oh, mate, you should have met our last party. The yeah, this does uh. took Sterling on it. That's good. <laughs> also, I like to tickle things. There you go. Some of that stuff at the last party I tried to forget. <laughs> um, you should go tickle uh, Ahmed's beard. Actually, yes, I'm saying that I'm like slowly, just kind of like looking at Ahmed's eyes and then just reaching my hand very slowly with a tickle in motion just <laughs> come here little fella <laughs> he's so and little just, and, I, and I said to him to Amir as I'm doing this sometimes I, I can't help it it just happens I the last person that tried to do all that he loses some fingers now okay then <clears throat> pull his hands back <laughs> I, can cast whole, I can cast whole person Nicholas will allow me some privileges from the from his bag he hears the voice yeah he tickled me and look what happened he took my head did you tickle his head off? (laughs) yeah I don't know yeah I'm good maybe you should be the great banged one with that strength (laughs) (laughs) um Go back to Silmistra, and what did you roll? That one. Oh. Um. Yeah. As you uh, as you look into the keyhole, a uh, spider shoots like a web into your eye. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I thought you were going to say she becomes visible. Well, with that attack, she will become visible. Oh, okay. And with that, poof. Now, you can be seen. And you have like a spider dangling from your eye because it didn't cut off the web. He's going to quite panic and remove this unwanted spider's coat. And order. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Okay. Um, after collecting myself and thanking the great DM in the sky for that short rest to regenerate spell slot, the uh, mister will cast visibility on herself once more. Okay. And then gently open the door if it's not locked. Um, roll me a strength check. Yeah. 
Well, that is happening outside in the house. Uh, the three of us are talking, and basically, Vickless is just finishing a, finishing a conversation about bully walks. And then he, he's, he's looking at a man, and he's like, and basically, that is what a hammer and anvil looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin kind of shakes his head. Two years, I've wanted this. Two years. <laughs> Uh, and the big old uh, bugbear walks around the corner. I've been hunting you for child support for <laughs> weeks. Can't prove it's mine. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm picturing like guess? a wizard, like a wizard um, Mori Povich casting a spell to see if people are the fathers in <laughs> the D&D version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> And the D20 says, you are not the father. <laughs> that one. Uh, that one, you're like, you are the father of him, 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 her, that. Him, him, and her. <laughs> that, what is that? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, you uh, what? it decided yet. <laughs> it's not in the monster manual. Uh, <laughs> What did you get, so Mistra? Must be homebrewed. It's, it's a scorpion man. <laughs> uh, Eighteen, and the door clicks open. The wailing is much, much louder now. And then. The wailing, the screaming, the crying is much, much louder. Oh, goodness. Like almost hurting your ears loud. And the kneeling woman has her back to you. And outside, you three notice that the screaming and moaning, the wailing has gotten much, much louder. you guys but I think we should go check that out I'm thinking we should <laughs> <laughs> you all notice the words my baby my baby repeated over and over and over again that's usually not good unless you're you know in a tavern yeah. with a bully wog. I mean <laughs> I don't know anything about that <laughs> um so mister you notice the woman rocking back and forth on her knees clutching holding something you're not sure what it is because her back is to you alright no overt religious symbols no vampires hiding in the corner waiting to mm. <laughs> no Strad's not in the corner <laughs> hello there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. You, I knew um, you would come <laughs> now nah, I drink your blood you are here for a purpose. We have to I don't decide go, what it is. I don't go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, no, there, there's nothing in the in this, this room other than a bed and um, a little bit of dust on the floor, kind of like in the living room. Alright, so Samistra... Is going to duck behind the door again, 
uh, dispel her invisibility, and then gently knock on the door. I did not say blah blah blah. <laughs> um, you knock, but her her despair is so deep that she did not hear it. Slap her in she's the lost, face. She's she's lost in her in her memories and in, in in her despair. Mr. is going to take her dagger from her teeth. Mm-hmm. And hey, cut her over. <laughs> no, cut her throat. throat. <laughs> but easily reachable. Two levels. Mm-hmm. Are we are we with the Mestra uh, right now or no? Y'all are at the top of the stairs by now. And I would assume y'all moved fairly fast yeah. when y'all we did. decided. And um, before we got in, like during all the conversations, Kelton would have said to Vickless, hey, sometime when we get really, really drunk, we're going to have to compare notes about both our experiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before, With the bullywogs and the bugbears. Before mm-hmm. Ovid ran in, he tied the wolf to a post or something outside where he would run off. Yeah, I want to tie up. The <laughs> uh, that can be taking place. So yes, y'all are now at the top of the stairs. Mr. Uh, is gonna hold up a hand, just like, hold on, guys, and put a finger to her lips as she steps into the doorway. Uh, hopefully, in sight of the lady. So you want to step around to where the lady can see you. Her eyes are closed, and she has cried so much that she's no longer crying like water tears, but there seems to be blood dripping from her lips where she has bitten her lip repeatedly. Hello there. How would you like to stay in a room? It's a mostly room. With mother of your head, only one covered piece. I apologize, I don't really apologize that there are no clean sheets. What do you expect for one cover? But you can have mother roof over your head. Be sure to check out us at Fleabag Inn. Her, her hair looks very distraggled. Um... She continues rocking back and forth, and oddly enough, as I'm describing this to y'all, I am rocking back and forth. Uh, <laughs> um, but she she looks like she may have totally lost it, you know, flip. And her it looks like her mind may be broken. Is how she is acting. Probably won't get anything out of her. Um, roll me. Are y'all going into the room now, or? Yeah. Are y'all yeah. still saying that? I am. Countless. Yeah. Okay. Um, each of you roll me a perception then. Fifteen. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. I got five. You notice nothing, sir. Your rolls do not like you today, do they? <laughs> nope. I rolled all uh, my good rolls Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> What did you get, so Mister? Uh, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to roll. Here, one button. Uh, 
You got a what? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. Um, everybody but Ahmet notices at the same time the woman is clutching what appears to be a cloth and um, instead of porcelain hands and feet and face is a wooden hands, feet, and face. Um, she, yeah, she um, she's twisting it back and forth, and it's becoming very frayed, and it's all, almost to the point of where it's going to fall apart if she doesn't stop twisting oh. it. Mhm. So she didn't hear us enter. Can't really see us. No. No. Um. So Mister is going to go up and gently place gloved hand on the lady's shoulder. She. <laughs> she jerks back from the t- touch and drops the doll, but immediately picks it back up and begins to twist it again. Her eyes open, and she looks at you and says, My baby, my baby, my baby. I want to cast Detect Thoughts. Ooh. Okay. So I guess I'm sure it's kind of consoler and not aggravator while Elton's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, fuck, yeah. somebody hurry up and shut her up! <laughs> <laughs> You hear the following thought that runs through her head. Um, she hid her beloved daughter, Gertrude, in this house all of her life. Um, Gertrude is now a, a teenager and broke out of the house about a week ago. And she hasn't been seen since then. Does she think the doll is Gertrude? She doesn't know. She doesn't think that the doll is Gertrude, but that was Gertrude's favorite toy um, whenever she was young. Uh, Uh, I'm going to kind of gesture towards Samistra so she can join the group. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it appears this woman has a daughter named Gertrude who she has locked up in this house all her life. Once Gertrude became a teenager she escaped a week ago which broke this woman and Gertrude hasn't been seen since. I did see holy symbols of a goddess of some down below so I think these are safe people maybe I don't know who the couple is, but these are very much in the no well, no I'm thinking it'd be too hurts to be so safe now that we kind of took down her door we kind of have to board her door back up don't we <laughs> did I get did I get any sense of why the doors are barred was that just to keep Gertrude in no um what you get from that is that she knows that there is an evil okay evil here she boarded the doors up to keep the vampire out 
Where did you go mentioning vampires? Um, maybe we should leave. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, y'all keep talking because I missed something. Well, this looks like a dead town. Whatever the vampires took. I don't really blame the girl for getting out. If I mean, if her mom kept her here her whole life. But who knows what she's in. Mama slow sneaking over to the woman who's got the blood side of his axe get ready to bop her in the back of her head and knock her out and <laughs> sit up. <laughs> Steady your hand, Master Door. <laughs> we can leave her the way we found her. Ah, of course. A lot of questions. Is there somebody else in town besides this woman? Maybe they were like the last house that has didn't abandon the area or something. Should we check the basement to be sure all is good? Yeah, what if she buried her daughter's body down there or something? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, this does seem like a weird town. Yeah, that's it. That's it. In a weird trip. It's uh, been a weird life. Yeah. Well, I would say we could check the basement to see what we find. I'm also curious. So, what do you make of the? Wait, no, because I can't say that because I think only Sylvester saw the religious symbols, not this list. So I can't really. I told him. She told us they were there, though. Oh, never mind then. So what do you make of those? Like, is that something that this woman could have done? Or maybe it, somebody else, like a priest? Well, I think it may have been her. She maybe barricaded herself against the the V word. But, uh, it's a, <laughs> a goddess of sunlight. And hmm. that appears to be a goddess not popular here. It was written with what I hope is simply rust-colored paint, but uh, I didn't get too close to it to taste it or anything. I wonder. Um, Vickless wants to try something that is probably not very ethical, but... Uh, God, you seem like the dysfunctionites now. <laughs> well, no, no, it's, it's not that terrible. <laughs> it's still kind of unethical. Um, okay, I understand now. Can I, okay, what was you trying to do? I was wondering if I could cast message on the woman, but also use my persuasion to basically try to convey the idea that I am the spirit from the sun goddess. Oh. Roll with advantage. Let's see. Uh, yeah. uh, 25. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, so what do you, what do you say to her? So Vickless points his finger to the lady 
And then he says, my child, my child, are you listening? I want to hear you. I am but an agent, an avatar, a voice of the sun goddess. What happened here? My baby left. I, I kept her here trying to keep her safe from from the evil, from oh, from the vampire Count Count Strad, because I can't remember the rest of his name. <laughs> I'm so scared I can't remember the rest of his name. It's and, okay, my and, child. You're safe. You're safe. Take your time. And, and she broke out of the back door last week, and I haven't heard from her. I haven't seen her. I, I don't know what, what has happened to her. I just... This was her favorite toy, and I I hope that it would help me connect with her. What about the brothers and sisters that live with you in the town? Where are they? My brothers and sisters? People from the town. People from... Most of them are hiding from from the one who rules this land. The Count? Yes. He, believe me, he already knows that you're here. What about the others? So there's other people in the other houses. Some of them there are. Really, the only places that get frequented are, are the Blood of the Vine Tavern. There's a like a mercantile store, and and uh, a uh, like a another place I can't think of right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, there's really only three places that stay open, and there's this group of like gypsies that keep bringing people in here into the into the land into Barovia. It, are they the ones that brought y'all here? Uh, no, my child. Wait, wait, but she doesn't know that it's me. It's, it's basically... She thinks that no. I'm like an avatar, no? Yes. But she's like in her in her mind, too. She's like... I'm trying to think. Like, like you're her savior or whatever. So she's looking at you like, did, did the gypsies bring you here to save oh, her okay, and to okay. find her daughter? Uh, Tell her that we're here to save the town if we can. Well, maybe not if we can. That might send her into more hysterics. This, this adventurers here in front of you are part of a party sent by the sun goddess to protect the town. Yes, we were sent here to protect you. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, thank the sun goddess, Raiden. For... What I would like you to do, my child, is entrust yourself to these adventurers so they can take you to a safe place. This house is not safe. It's it, it's barricaded. A uh, wolf got to the back door, and it's not safe for you here. So uh, we we need to get you something safe, as uh, uh the other adventurer has said. Please trust these adventurers. They if go the with sun goddess wills it. Yes. If, if the sun god, god wills it, sun goddess wills it, so shall it be. Oh, and uh, one more thing. 
We might need that doll. Gertrude's doll? Yes. Okay. Are you still sending message or are you talking to her? No, like I'm sending out? message the entire time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but at this point, I guess you guys are looking at me weird. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just super concentrated there. Um, so just hand hand the doll to the elf, to the half elf lady. She hands it to you somewhat reluctantly because it was Gertrude's favorite toy growing up, but she she allows you to take it. All right, my child, I leave you with my good adventurers. Trust them as I trust them. Nicholas put his finger down, and he looks tired as hell now. Oh, all right, then. Um, um, I forgot to ask her name. My name is Mary, and that that doll once belonged to me. It was it was made by a toy maker named Gadolf Blinsky. Gadolf Blinsky is he from the town? Uh, uh, he 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 lives in this town in in, in Barovia. Why does the town seem so deserted? Because of the count. Excuse me. He he's a toy maker of Velaki. But no one wants to stay here because of the of the count. But no one can leave because of the count. Do you have any idea where your daughter might be? I'm afraid that maybe the count has taken her. Oh yeah, and the better news, he knows we're here. He knows everything. Well, he'll also know when we put a stake in his heart and set him on fire, so... I mean, I'm with you on that. He has, there's rumors that he has things that are under his control, like ravens and and rats and we've the wolves. Met some of the, we've met some of them. Uh, by chance, this this is kind of a shot in the dark. I'm just a little curious. Have you ever heard of the Great Fang one? <laughs> the count. No, the great, the great fag one, the great god bear, bear god. I've, I've never heard of such nonsense. I don't know if I would say that because he just blessed your town. He blessed my town with a count. No, he's blessing your town against the count. What are you, daft? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you okay, didn't say that last part. I didn't say that last. So, yeah. So, Barry, where is a safe place that we can take you in town? Think. Not your house, maybe the tavern, somewhere. The the tavern may have some some people there that would let me stay with them. Good. I've always been fairly close friends with the Burgermaster's son. Oh, 
I mean, good. <clears throat> in, in, in case y'all didn't know, a burgermaster is a mayor. I was going to say what yeah. kind of son, but Vic was kind of summed it up. Or what kind of friend, but Vic was kind of summed it up. <laughs> Boy, that sounds pretty familiar. <laughs> what, are, right. you, are you calling me a whore? Ma'am, uh, we would ne- we would never do such no, things. No, no, that's just mm, it, you know we we just had a rough trip. Um, my friend here is tired. Um, yeah, he missed a few times. We have what come across he... some male whores in our journey, though. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> and she looks at you and gives you a wink. I've always wanted to be with a avatar. <laughs> Oh look at you! You got you got well pretty quickly. Do you want us to go check out the basement? Spend some time alone with Mary? Uh, no, I thank you, Mary. I think we better take you to the tavern first. <laughs> Do we want to check out the basement or? Yes. That's I... out of character. I'm just asking you. Oh. That's yeah. up to y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I could shift into a rat and like look down there. Maybe I can get around there better than like the whole group jumping around or yeah. clomping around. Uh, let us know if you need more acid to melt off injuries. Yes. Okay, so you're going to turn into a rat? Yeah, I'm going to shift into a rat. and go She down. immediately screams and turns to the rest of you I knew y'all were in league with him I knew it and she runs towards the window shit oh uh, that's as close to her can she make a grappling check yes you can okay <laughs> <laughs> you know I didn't even think to do it when I got down to the to the basement door uh, it's just a straight check correct Yes. I mean, it should be. It's gonna be fairly easy. She's swayed by me turning into a little rat, though. Like you would think her sun sun goddess would have more sway. Siri has blessed me with a great many blessings, and I got a nat twenty. Nice. You. Tackle her like you're a linebacker and <laughs> quarterback with the ball. Oh, straight on her doll. <laughs> y'all, Vickless. y'all land on the bed. Nicholas just looks at Sinestra like just all confused and kind of like <laughs> that came from, like from you. <laughs> and, and now oh, instead of <clears throat> instead of screaming about her baby, she's just screaming about she knew that y'all were in league with. Count Strad. Nicholas is just gonna look at Kel and like, "Oh man, come on! I had a good thing going on here." Oh. Yeah. If I could, if I could talk in rat form, I would say, "Use your charm." <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I, can I try persuasion again? <laughs> um, with disadvantage. Oh man. Alright. She, she's screaming. So what we, did can't y'all just, my we can't just say that I turned at the basement door now, can we? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh hell no! <laughs> That's a ten. 
Nope. Damn it. Oh, she's fragile. It should, that should be good. <laughs> nope. Man, I told you we should have knocked her out. <laughs> the dwarf has a point. <laughs> <laughs> and it is still a possibility. And, um, so, mister, roll me another grapple check. I'm going to roll a d20 against you to see if she breaks out. I don't think you have anything to worry about because I've rolled crappy all night. I used to see if you can beat a 20. I, like I got a 12. <laughs> uh, so, yep, you still have her grappled. I mean, she's fighting you, but you're managing to hold on somehow. Nicholas, help. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna cast charm charm person from this. Okay. Moment. Yep. Uh, uh, all right. Make her forget about the rat. I, I, <laughs> as you sit right there. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna take off and head towards the basement. Okay. Well, what well, I, don't what worry I, about a rat. That's just Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm gonna cast charm person. <laughs> I'm going to cast Charm Person and say, all right, look, the rat is actually a holy rat. It's the holy rat of the sun goddess. Got it? I, I don't know, but but but, uh, but, it, but if, you, if you say so. Yes, holy rat right. of the sun goddess. <clears throat> so is she charmed? Yes. yes. I walk over and, like, gently rub against her leg, trying to be friendly. Oh. Um... <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? No. <laughs> because that could be I'm considered gonna... an attack, and that will break charm person, if I understand how would, the spell. How would it be an yes. attack if it's... Because you no. touched her. Oh, I, I, I will head down towards the basement. <laughs> because, and, and normally I wouldn't say that, but she is... You know, she had said that the rats are, um, for lack of a better term, ambassadors of the count so she's like terrified now that y'all are um agents of his okay. and she I still has not... that in the back of her mind okay. even though she's under charm purse okay well then i'll i'll head towards the basement door or down towards the basement okay right. so i'm gonna look at uh Silmastra and a mid while uh kelton is under the basement uh first i'm gonna look at the uh, amara is like you sit bed quiet don't talk now, <clears throat> this is not looking good because if we let her go, she's just gonna tell the what do you what do you use the war for mayor was uh, burger was it burgermaster burgomaster burgermaster we can just say mayor that'd be a lot yes, easier because uh, she's gonna go tell the mayor that we're just a bunch of assholes. So I got nothing. Plan? She's gonna tell the hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what I thought it said the first time I read it. I was like, what, oh, there's a restaurant called Burgermaster or something? Let's go to Burgermaster, get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you get the Since the lady is now charmed, Mr. is going to reach and draw forth her back the boot. And just yeah. irritated shrug. Just <sighs> Alright, alright, let's just, let's just get our act together. We're still good. Nobody knows that we're here. 
and uh, she's still here for an hour or so. Hour, maybe less. But point being is, uh, yeah, I still got nothing. If the basement's clear, we can lock her in there. There's no way to get out of the window there. And uh, acid can be used free to block the door. I mean, I like the way you think. It's unethical. She would starve down there, though. She would starve up here. True. All right, well... She is kind of emaciated. I suppose we should just then do that, go by supplies as quick as we can, get a good night rest, and then just get the hell out of town. <laughs> if Kelton was there, I would say we have to stop the vampire. We can't leave these people. Oh, I, I meant like, yeah, go stop the vampire, but we can't stay here, otherwise they're gonna just, you know, kill us. Is there any other information we should interrogate? I mean, uh, not interrogate, but question her. Uh, by all means, go ahead. Hey, you. Charm lady, this woman, yes. answer all the questions. All the questions you answer. All right? All of them. Okay. Or the sun goddess. Myself. Okay. Go ahead. And lady, they just kind of turn around. Lady, have you left the house in the past week or two? I went out and tried to find Gertrude... For the first couple of days, but then it got, then it just got bad. Would it, your fellow town people be suspicious if you were not to report to them? No, they all think I'm crazy. Okie dokie. Crazy, then what would their opinion be if you claimed they were agents of the county? They would believe me because they know that Count Strahd has agents all over the place. What is in the basement, if you know? Just normal household items. There's some food. There's some preservatives. There's body of Gertrude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's uh some old clothes and normal junk from a house. Would you be comfortable in the basement? Yes. Thank you for your answers. I guess I wouldn't have even needed to change them. Yeah, but you didn't know that. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, you can get yeah. anything to eat. Yeah, you can, um, you can still see what's in the basement. Because you may not have named everything. Yeah, I am, I'm still going to look. I, um, I'm going to swap over to Kelton for a little bit. Uh, so you're you're in the basement. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Is, am I able to just fit through the door? I assume since I'm a rat. Yeah. You're a dirty, dirty rat, but yeah, you made it through. Like you, dirty rat. <laughs> I didn't kill any brothers. <laughs> 
So you uh, you get down into the basement. Are you going to shift back or are you going to stay around? Uh, I'm going to shift back. Is there anything you want to do before you shift back? Uh, sniff around and see if I smell anything. Roll me a perception check. Eighteen. You notice there's some cheeses, there's some dried meat, you know, um, there's like some dried fruit, things, things of that. And you smell food, you smell old, old cloth, old clothes, um, the smell of like, not really mildew, but like underground smell, like dirt smell, because it, I mean, it is underground, you know, um, but no, mostly what you notice is the smell of food. I try to find a piece of cheese that I can eat. <laughs> uh, you find like a whole... You ever held a cheese wheel? Yep. You find like three or four of them. I take a nibble off the cheese before I shift back. It's one of the best Gouda cheeses you've ever had in your life. Um, and you shift back to human. Yep. So, um, now with your human brain, you can make sense that you see, like, some, like, trunks, boxes, things of that sort. Does anything stand out to me, or is it just, like, like basic basement stuff? Um, roll me another perception. In human form. Fifteen. Uh, the cupboards on the wall look very interesting to you. I will walk over and look in them. I, um, as you open it up, you see four somewhat dusty bottles of a regular health potion. Um, uh, I will take those if I can. Yes, you can. Uh, and you notice like it, also in the cabinet there's you know empty bottles and there's some like dried herbs and things of that nature in in the cupboards or cabinets okay in cupboards uh and you find like you know most of what you noticed when you was a rat was you know the smell of food you know just like with any other them it's gonna be like food 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 right, right, that's right. all that concentrates on yeah um and now like with your human senses you see the food and and things like that Okay. You can actually tote it and carry it. So what uh, else do you want to do? Is there anywhere that... I don't know why I'm thinking this. I might be completely wrong. But is there anywhere there where a body could be hidden? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
you could look in the trunks. Um, I'll look me about the. I'll look in one of the trunks for the hell of it. I open. Um, you open it up, and what you see is like old, uh, old clothes, old shoes. Um, definitely no smell of decay. Okay. No body decay. You know, like. Yeah. Clothes. Right. Over, okay. Um, nothing like that. Now, there's probably two other trunks there that you can look in if you want to. I'll take a quick look in those. Uh, you open them up and you see, uh, like, old jars, like, with food that has gone bad in it. Um, they're sealed so you can't smell them, but it's just, like, old food. And in the third trunk, um... Roll me a perception check. Thirteen. Uh, you see a book from, say, 1432 that has the words Bug Boy on the front of it and a picture of a bugbear standing there posing in a sexual way oh, in front of a camera. <laughs> I'm going to grab the book. <laughs> uh, I'm going to head back up to the party and I'm going to say, so there looks like there's a good bit of food down there. I don't know if there's anything we could take or not. And there's four health potions. I figured we could each take one of those and I'll hand out the bottle. Okay. Y'all make note of it on your inventory. And Vickless for those lonely nights in the tent or the tavern or wherever we may be. I got this for you. I'll hand him the book. Vickless is going to look all excited and he would like to do a perception check to see what edition that book is. Uh, it is a first edition. Oh, fantastic. Oh my. Unless Where the mister would want to study it. Uh, don't change it. <laughs> y'all can y'all can have your own book club. <laughs> I, just if if Richard will let me add this, I'll just say there's it's it's a bug bear or bug boy, but there's a section on bullywogs just for Vickless. Oh, definitely. For addiction. Where did you find this? <laughs> In the trunk. What? And then I'm just gonna I'm gonna look at semester now and then just like show him the books. I bet you haven't read this one yet. <laughs> so Mestra, have you read that edition? <laughs> Maybe yeah. No. She's like studying uh, the anatomy out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I read the stories, I swear. The funny uh, thing is with with the Braille version of Playboy it actually is that reason. Yeah.